Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! Mike is so happy to be out. I'm going to tell you, we're at Cork and Carry at 160 Western. It's, it's great to be back here after a couple year absence, right? Every, everybody's out. The weather's okay. The sun is shining. Weather's beautiful. It's like 45 degrees. Yeah, but it, it, it feels Outside like... spring. It feels like 70. Yeah, That's what it, it really is. does. And with, with, the, with the week we've had, with the two years we've had... It's just great to be out, right? Uh, we're handing out the uh, the Southside Pot Koozie. It's going it's, like hotcakes. It is. You know what? The ladies like it. The ladies got that... love that powder blue. Yeah, they do. The ladies like it. You love this neighborhood. I you were you were a part of this neighborhood for a long time before your wife moved you away. And the, the parade and people out like what? It, does it, it just kind of feels like home? Like after like after the last couple of years, it feels like home. It feels so just so good to be out. It does. I woke up with a giant smile on my face, knowing it was going to be a great day, knowing that, that you know the people were going to be out supporting this event, knowing that we're like we're back to a long parade now too. This is like coming out. Yeah, this is a, this thing goes on forever. It's two yeah. hours long and yeah. two and a half miles. And we have totally seen all of your children walk by in the parade. Yes. Totally have seen that. We we waved to them. It was great. I got children. I got nieces. I got yep. nephews. Everybody's in this parade except for me. I think we know half the people in the parade, and we're waving to them <laughs> from inside Cork and Kerry. Yeah, I have. You know what I've enjoyed is getting to see the uh, the parade style. Like there, like there is just a way that people dress for this event, right? And it is like a rite of spring. Like we're old men, right? Yeah. But this is like this is kind of like a meat market for young guys and girls. Like they're they're all like walking up, like, "Hey, you! I got my winter coat off for the first like three, four months, and I'm ready to party." Like that's what it's like out here today. That is, and you know, there's the girls with you know like the 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 orange the the green boots on. Right. And there's beads everywhere. Stuff they would never wear at any other time. No, it's like but you they get, look cute in it right now. You got one weekend a year to wear this, and you got to make the best out of that weekend. And everyone's out here having a great time. All right, green beer or Guinness, big guy? Oh, Guinness, totally. Yeah, Guinness the whole time. Yeah, I don't understand the green beer. Just give me a Guinness. Yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, I'll drink Guinness all year long. I don't have to, just not this weekend. I want it all year long. Having a good time at Cork and Kerry. Uh, we had a blast with everybody that was out here. Uh, I don't know. We might record something else. We might not, man. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm having a good time. Yeah, you got to listen to the show to find out how much comes from Cork and Kerry and how much comes from something else. Which like, is- I don't have a plan this week. No. Like, I, have, I got a buddy in from out of town, and I was like, I don't know if I'm doing a show. If I do it, I don't know what's on it. I didn't plan anything. I just wanted to go to this parade. Sometimes you just got to wing it and see what happens. Yeah. Show up and yeah. see what happens. It's the wing it episode on Southside Pod. It might be good, it might be bad, who knows? On the phone line with me right now, we have an alderman from Palis Heights, Brent Lewandowski. I've known Brent since he 
He sat behind me one time. Uh, well, actually, a lot of classes in Brother Rice High School because uh, Lanuti, Lewandowski, the, the names kind of line up. So, you know, locker's close. Uh, you sit in the classroom. They go alphabetical. Boom, they're there. And uh, he's over in Palos Heights right now, and there's some interesting stuff going on. First, I want to bring him in. How are you, Brent? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you? Uh, I Look, man, uh, good to talk to you. Uh, you're you're an alderman now in the in the city council. You're you're a bigwig, and in, in all I am is a podcaster, man. You're 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 in, you're in public service. How did you get into that? That's right. I'm just I'm just a humble public servant, Chris. So, um, well, as you know, I, I uh, work for Cook County. I was a correctional officer for 15 years. Now I work at the uh, Cook County Pension Fund. You and I have crossed paths in our in our Cook County days. I just thought that um, you know I would uh, lend some of my public service uh, experience to Payless Heights. We uh, we love where we live. We love our city, and uh, you know we have three young daughters we're raising here, and we just want to make this place even better uh, for the future. Well, there's three Paylesses, right? We got Heights, we got Park, we got Hills. How do people that live in Payless view the three Paylesses? What I would say is we're directly in the middle. We are a humble working class community that has a little bit of a uh, country nook feel to it as we're bordered by the Calsag Canal, the forest preserves. So we have a little bit of a, uh, a small town setting to us. We don't have any, for instance, uh, big box restaurants or anything like that. Everything is family owned. So we, we, we're a little bit of a mixture of the two. Um, where Payless Park had, doesn't have as many restaurants or, or a downtown community, and Payless Hills has much more of that. So we're, we're a little mixture of the two. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in there. Computer Greeks in Payless Heights actually is who services its entire studio. They've been doing it for years. They're always like uh, jumping in whenever something's gone wrong and get us back on the air immediately. I go to Capri, Franklin's Public House, a lot of different spots around in Payless. Just love your area. And one of the things that you guys have been talking about, take me through this a little bit. A few years ago, there was a non-binding referendum over video gaming in your town. Now, since then, we've had a pandemic and we've seen a lot of suburbs on the south side uh, start using video gaming. Where I'm at in Evergreen Park, that was something where they specifically did it to try to help the restaurants recover. So are you guys bringing it back? What are you do? I know you're discussing it. I know you lead like some sort of special counsel that's looking at this right now. Take me through it. Sure, certainly. So um, so just a little background on the video gaming. Bars and restaurants can have uh, video gaming terminals in their uh, businesses per state law. Now, it's up to the municipality whether or not they want to allow that. And Payless Heights is... Um, the only municipality on the in in our in your viewing uh, or excuse me listening audience purview that does not allow it. Um, what it is is I think you can have up to six terminals per business. The state gets a portion of the revenues, the business gets a portion of the revenues, and the municipality gets a uh, portion of the revenues. So people people go to the machines and and all different bodies uh, get to collect uh, some of the revenues. Um, in 2018, the Palos Heights City Council put this issue to a non-binding referendum and had the uh, citizens of Palos Heights vote on this issue to see if they would, uh, would want to allow video gaming in the city uh, limits or not. And it was voted down 57% to 43%. It is, though, something that, like, it was just kind of like to give you an idea, right? It wasn't like a final vote, right? Personally, I would I would uh, weigh it a little bit more than just an idea because when some it's one thing to kind of have public hearings and and uh, solicit emails and 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 phone calls and uh, whatnot, 
Um, it's another thing to ask somebody to go into the voting booth and actually give their vote one way or another on an issue, even though it is non-binding. But, but to your point, the city council could meet and just allow video gaming. It's non-binding, means meaning we could just take it as an advisory. That's what happened in Orland Park. The same thing happened in Orland Park where it went to referendum. It failed, but um, their their village board voted to allow it to the businesses. Okay, so now it's something I think that's kind of come up a little bit and you're looking at it with your committee and you're trying to figure out what to do. Take me through, like, I mean, is this like you have a hearing and you you listen to what people have to say? Are you, you know, uh, are taking phone calls over at your office? Are you doing studies? I, I mean, I don't know how you're leaning here. I know one thing that happened here in Evergreen Park, just to kind of give you an idea, when it was discussed, there was concerns like, well, we don't want kids seeing this or we don't want this or we don't want that. So that village added different things like it had to be behind a wall so that you couldn't really see the gaming when you walked in. Is that the phase that you're at right now is trying to see, you know, a couple of years later, are people still into this or where are you at? Yeah, excellent question. So um, this matter was brought forth uh, from one of our aldermen, Alderman uh, Jerry McGovern, um, who who brought it forth for a couple of different reasons. One, um, his contention is things have changed because you can now gamble on your phone. Everything's legal in Illinois, sports gambling, whatever. But also that the, the businesses, um, the, specifically the restaurants and bars, have been uh, hurt by the pandemic. He brought it to the full city council and the mayor um, decided to refer this to my committee uh, in order to do some of the legwork and, and, and see what happens. So down in, in um, my committee, the alderman determined to host a public hearing to solicit the community feedback, take the temperature of the residents and see if indeed the um, the feelings about video gaming in Palisades have changed. So that's kind of where we're at now. We conducted a public hearing on March the 7th. I was well attended. We had um, 70 residents and, and business owners. Uh, we had um, uh, numerous emails that were uh, sent in, uh, you know, for or against the proposition. Uh, ultimately, it, 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 it comes down to this, I would say. On the pro side for allowing it, uh, it brings in additional revenue to these bars and restaurants to the tune of somewhere like three to $5,000 a month. It brings additional revenue into the city somewhere to the tune of $250,000 a year of, of additional tax revenue. On the con side, you know, what I've heard from the residents, um, it would take away from our um, the family-oriented makeup that we have right now in Palos Heights. So uh, Alderman McGovern, who has been a proponent for this and has drafted a um, ordinance, does also, similar to Evergreen Park, prohibit advertisements that if you have it in your business, business, it has to be sectioned off by a wall or it can't be seen by, you know, diners and so on and so forth. But ultimately where we're at right now is just collecting feedback from our residents. And, and we encourage that. Um, my email is listed, I think, on the news article, or you can go to uh, org and uh, get our emails. Or um, I don't know if we're going to have another public hearing, but uh, that would be an opportunity as well for residents to express their uh their concerns or their support. All right. Look, man, I'm not a video gamer. I'm the guy who goes to Vegas and likes to play at a table. 
with like human <laughs> beings. But I guess some people are into this thing. And, you know, it, it is it is an interesting issue. I think you're going through what an awful lot of suburbs have gone through over the last couple of years, especially in the last year, trying to weigh the pros and the cons of it. Uh, and, and like you said, uh, folks still have a chance to reach out to you and, and give their opinion and, and learn a little bit more about it. Good luck to you in this one, because, you know, this is like this is like when I give an opinion on my podcast, there's no way I'm going to make everybody happy. So good luck, Brent. I appreciate you jumping on Southside Pod and we'll keep an eye on this. Yeah, thanks, Chris. And just as a quick note, I listen to all your podcasts. They're all very, they're they're very entertaining and informational. Uh, the uh, Sox in the Basement, Evergreen Park, and of course the Southside uh, Pod here. So you're you're doing great things. Um, and I don't want to be condescending, but I'm proud to see you doing well. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Brent Lewandowski, whatever he wants now, vote for it. That's how I see it. Now, now he complimented me. Keep him in there. Now, four more years or lifetime. Me- I don't even know how it works with Alderman and, and Palisites. Thanks so much, Brent. All right, Chris. Be good. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. I'm going to tell you one of the best parts of my my week is when I know I'm going to come in and visit John Brand and open outcry at 109th and Western. This beer I'm drinking, I don't normally have this kind. I, th- when you said what it was, I was like, oh, my wife would drink this. But it's it's good, but it's not the first one that my eyes go to on a menu. Tell me about it. It's sweet. It, that, what you're drinking is Dodd-Frank, which is our milkshake IPA. That milkshake IPA was made with blood orange. Uh, what defines a milkshake IPA? Are you familiar with the style of milkshake IPA? I, no. Explain it to me. I mean, like, I like once we did Hazy, I was like, all right, we got our New England, and then they came out with milkshake, and I was like, now we're just getting a little bit fancy. You know, I'm a I'm a West Coast IPA guy that, like, you know, makes you... Makes your 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 hair curl up on the back of your neck because it's strong. That that's that's my kind of IPA. So like uh, as we get to these variations, I get confused. Milkshake IPAs are could be a little controversial in the in the beer world, especially with traditional brewers. They don't like brewing these things. But we've talked about hazy IPAs on your show in the past, and it's not necessarily a traditional style. However. It's a great style because it's introduced a lot of people to to craft beer or uh, uh, a nice gateway beer to have conversations with guests that will drink this, but then you can introduce them to other styles. And that's the case here. A milkshake IPA is defined by, well, first of all, it's hazy, right? Just like a hazy IPA. Uh, They typically have lactose in it to make them sweeter. And there's a little lactose in there. 
They're also uh, a lot of t- a lot of brewers will add uh, vanilla, vanilla bean or vanilla extract to a milkshake IPA. Not always, but a lot of times. Uh, ours in this case does not, and it always comes with a fruit, some sort of fresh fruit puree. This one is blood orange. Does your uh, milkshake bring all the boys to the yard? Damn right. <laughs> it's better than yours. Cork and Carry, 106 in Western. What's your name, dude? Mark. Mark, you're the smartest person I've seen in this bar. Everybody else is drinking one can of beer or a cup, and you are walking around with a pitcher for yourself. That's it, man. The more the merrier. I mean, bigger bang for my buck. I don't have to go up to the bar anymore. Yeah, yeah you're solid we're right now. Done. Yeah, you're in. You're, you're, you're in, you're out. You don't have to stand in the line. Yeah, we're smart, not hard, my grandpa always used to say. Couple years since this thing happened, man. Are you ready to like tie one on? It's like a big, big day for you, I would imagine. Yeah, I just announced that I'm having a baby. Actually, you are first one. Yeah. Uh, is this your? Is no, this your wife? No, no, that's a sister. Sister-in-law. She can't be drinking. Well, uh, if she was carrying that, that'd be a problem, that's huh? Sure. So you left your wife at home so you could drink pitchers of beer. She's gonna be my DD later. <laughs> that's right. I knock her up and then I got a DD. I got a pitcher of beer and a DD. I was already planned for St. Patty's Day. Dude, you're so Southside. I appreciate you coming on the show. Of course, man. Anytime, man. It is now time for your Southside Bulletin Board, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop, located at 3837 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Cool Clouds wants to help you quit smoking. Quitting smoking is hard. Maybe their products will help you. They have a full taster bar and lots of knowledgeable staff. Check out all they have to offer at coolcloudsvapor.com. This episode comes out on St. Patrick's Day. That means everybody on the South Side has a special. It just depends on where you're going to be. Palos Hills, Rooftop Tap, they have $2 specialty shots, green beer, of course, and karaoke. And they're giving away a prize for the best St. Patrick's Day outfit. Durbin's in Palos Hills is doing shamrock-shaped pizzas all the way through the 17th St. Patrick's Day. And that's actually at every location. In Oak Lawn, DJ Rick will be at Riley's Daughter starting at 4 p.m. Clancy's 95th Irish Tavern has a full lineup. Richie Z at 12.30. Stockyard Kilty Band with the bagpipes at 4 p.m. John Williams at 4.30. Cross Key Irish Dancers at 6.30. And the Patches O'Houlihan Band at 8. Go into Evergreen Park, Porter Cullen's Irish Pub, 3541 West 99th Street. They always have a great scene during St. Patrick's Day. That's where I'm going to be. It's right up the street. A bunch of specialty drinks for the day, including a Bailey's Mint Martini and a Guinness Whiskey Cream. And the site of our broadcast for the Southside Irish Parade this past Sunday. You're hearing some audio of that on this program. Cork and Carry on Western Avenue. They have a special St. Patrick's Day menu. If you have a kid signed up for baseball this year or softball or they're already working on another sport, Grinders Training Academy at 102nd and Kedzie Avenue has youth sports training, conditioning, fitness classes for all levels, kids and adults. It is a safe, clean and structured environment, private coaching available and coaches can rent their facilities. Learn more at GrindersAcademy.com. That's Grinders with a Z, Academy.com. 
And this weekend, if you are a wrestling fan, the Road to WrestleMania After Hours Trivia kicks off at 6 p.m. this Saturday the 19th at the Evergreen Park Public Library. Register your team of four by March 18th, and on March 19th, you compete. All you have to do to sign up is give them a call at 708-422-8522. There is fun and fabulous prizes. That's your bulletin board. This is Southside Pod, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at southsidepod.com. Boots. Now, I'm on the patio at Cork and Carey. It's uh, definitely Southside Irish Parade Day. You, the, your friend here has rainbow bright socks on, which is amazing. Um, is this the only day you wear these? Do you save these for once a year? Yes, this is the only day. That's it. Wouldn't I be ridiculous walking down the street with these if I wore them on a I don't know. I would, I would, I mean, like, I, it'd be cool for a Friday night. You got nobody special? It's like, I'm going to put put those on? We're going out, baby? Yeah, the Grinch. The Grinch. The Grinch? Huh? You and the Grinch get together with those on. Uh, we do. Uh, yeah. All right. So so is this the first? It's a fact. I swear to God. <laughs> is this is this the uh, is this the first stop? Like, what's the plan today? Uh, we'll probably hit up Waller's later. Yeah. This is the first stop. Yes, yeah. first stop. A lot of drinking involved, huh? You got a house party or something? You going to? No, no. Sneak it into? Stay here and get drunk. Just walking up and being like, hey, we're girls, we're coming in. Like, do you pull that move every once in a while? Kid free. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you pull that move. All right. All right. Well, enjoy the parade. And I love the boots. Thank you much. White people humming. One, two, three, four. Come stop the world and melt with you. And it's getting better all the time There's nothing you and I won't do I'll stop the world and melt with you 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 I'll stop the difference And it's getting better all the time there's nothing you and I won't do. I'll stop the world and melt with you. 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 On St. Patrick's Day and the entire weekend, a great spot to go to is Double Play Saloon. I will be in there probably once, maybe twice over the weekend. Double Play Saloon, located in Blue Island, in the heart of Blue Island, at 13011 Western Avenue. $5 basket lunch specials, $13 Miller and Bud family buckets. And I don't know if you've been out there recently, but the Irish and Reuben rolls are back for the season. Get your corned beef fix with a double play twist. They look like really fancy Hot Pockets, like a lot better than that though. It's like fried goodness and inside of it 
is a Reuben or a corned beef sandwich. Incredible. Queen of Hearts drawing at 9 o'clock every Friday night. Newly remodeled private gaming area. Make sure you check them out anytime you're in or around the island. Double Play Saloon once again at 13011 Western Avenue in Blue Island. We are a very Palis Heights-centric show. Brent Lewandowski on this program and Lauren Cazola now. She is not new to this show. She's been on here a couple times, just been a couple of months since we heard from her. There was a lull in the wintertime, and now Lauren is back from the village to talk about some stuff that's coming up in Palis, and uh, I can't wait to hear all about it. How are you, Lauren? I'm good, Chris. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> I'm happy to have you back. Uh, you have such a, a bubbly personality. Uh, you 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 brighten up my show whenever you're on. Oh, thanks. We'll have to get o- get you over here to the nine foot homemade oak bar. You can actually see the studio. Uh, we'll have a blast, or we'll get out to Palos and be at one of these events that you're going to have. What do, what do you guys have coming up? I would imagine you have stuff. Spring break is about to start. You have Easter coming up. What What is coming up soon in Palos that, uh, that might be fun for people? Oh, yeah. We have a ton of fun stuff stuff coming up for Easter. And um, so our first event that will be coming up, we have a sensory-friendly egg hunt, which will be on February 8th at 7 p.m. You do have to register, but it's free. And that's going to take place inside. So if maybe um, you have a child or yourself, you know, the regular egg hunt is just like overstimulating for children because it's loud. There's 500 to 600 people there. Um, We're offering that for um, any and all to come have a more chill a cunt um, inside. So that'll be on uh, April 8th. Uh, April 8th. And then on April 9th, we're going to have our Agapalooza egg hunt. So that will be um, out at Myers Park, which is behind the rock center from te- at 1030 and at 1045. And we recommend people get there early because it gets uh, pretty um, filled up. So we have about 10,000 eggs that we uh stuff and that we're going to put out for kids to get. So it will be super fun. Peter Rabbit himself will be there. The The bunny will be out taking pictures with everyone. And prior to that, on the same day on April 9th, we're also having our pancakes with Peter Rabbit, which is a pancake breakfast for families to come out and um, have a more, you know, one-on-one time with the bunny. Uh, Royal Berry, a local restaurant, provides our breakfast for us. And it's um, $85 per table. And that's like for a table of eight. So you definitely have to register for that one, but the egg hunts are free. So everyone and all are welcome to attend. So on the 8th, you have the nice, calm, chill Easter egg hunt. On the 9th is pandemonium, rush for the eggs, (laughs) screaming, children everywhere, you know, parents going, where, where, where are you going? Like just that, that the nutsy one is on the 9th, the the chill, you see, I'd be a chill one. You see a new parent's. New parents want to do those big, crazy ones. But as an experienced parent, I'd be like, I'm going and doing the chill one. Yeah, it's we're going to have it indoors. It's not going to be as, you know, wild and crazy. Um, so it's going to be super nice. We're, we want to offer it to any and all people so that everyone has a, a, the ability to do an egg hunt. Does Peter Rabbit make you nervous? He always made me nervous. Like of all the, um. of all the holiday <laughs> characters, right? Like Santa Claus is great, and you know, I mean, but when you run into a giant bunny, it always makes me go, "Oh, this doesn't seem natural." 
I feel I feel like I've gotten used to him over the years, but at first, for sure, he was not. He was one that I I had to I I thought twice about you know talking to the bunny. So right. Right, yeah, that, that one, yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, that one gets a little little nerve wracking. I have no problem talking yeah. with a, with a leprechaun uh, walking down the street during the Southside Irish Parade, but I when I see a big giant bunny, it makes me a little weary. I agree. I've become friends with Santa over the years, too, so we have a good relationship. But, yeah, me and the bunny, we're still working on that one. So yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine. So then what happens after all of that excitement? So after all of that, on April uh, 16th, we have our um, annual Chocolate Chase Rabbit Race 5K run. So the registration for that is um, opening right is open right now. And if people are listening, if they use the code LUCKY, when they register and they can go to our website, palesitesrec.org, they can get $5 off for the race. And you, did you say there was like chocolate involved in this too? It, yes. So at the end of the race, everyone gets unlimited amounts of chocolate. We usually have like chocolate covered bananas um, and it's a super fun day and it's a great community race. It's not, you know, super competitive. So if you're not, if you've never done a 5k before, it's okay. You can sign up and it's still a lot of fun. So See, this is, you um, know what, Lauren, I don't know. This feels very scammy to me. Like you're bringing out a, <laughs> you're bringing out a crowd that's healthy. Because I don't run 5Ks, so I need a ton of chocolate. But you're bringing out a healthy crowd, and you're saying unlimited chocolate. And after they have their first bite, they're like, that's too much. I won't be able to run next week. Like, this seems scary right, to I me. know. I know. It does. But you have to also celebrate your life, right? It's Easter. you got to eat the chocolate. Right. Reese's, you know, eggs, chocolate-covered bunnies, you know, the whole the whole shabam we'll have. So that's awesome. It's super fun. Yeah. And, um so that will be on April 16th. And then we start moving into summer, which is crazy. So that kind of wraps up like our spring events. Um, but our regi- our summer playbook is going to be coming out the first week of April. So people should definitely look out for that. Um, and our summer registration is going to begin on April 11th. So summer is right around the corner. And the weather that we're having right now feels like summer. So <laughs> You know what I love about uh, what you guys do there? And, and I don't know if everybody does it. But over in Palos Heights, when you guys have an event... It seems as though you're not only inviting everybody from Palos Heights, but you want people to come in from from other areas. And you're it's never like it's just for residents or it's just for this. You guys are always like, you know, come on in and and hang out in Palos Heights. Yeah, we love it. Obviously, we love catering to our community and we love celebrating them. But we also love inviting everyone to come into Palos Heights and see how great of a community it is. You're right. We love inviting everyone from the surrounding communities and beyond to come and see what we're about because we're pretty awesome. So <laughs> good stuff. I can't wait to, to get out to an event or two. Uh, Lauren and I were talking right before we started talking on this show about some stuff. Southside Pod is going to make sure that we are out in Palos a few times. Uh, this spring, this summer. Can't wait to do it. And Lauren, uh, can't wait to talk to you again. I appreciate you jumping on and telling us all about your events coming up here in the next month or so. Thank you so much. I can't wait to chat again soon. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod. About the Southside Pod All things about The neighborhood we live in All things about The places that we go It's the best side Of Chicago The Southside Pod
until you left your wife at home so you could drink pitchers of beer. She's going to be my DD later. <laughs> That's right. I knock her up, and then I got a DD. <laughs>